if you're nervous, if you're anxious, if you're confused, if you're troubled, you don't have to stay in that state of thinking because God cares about your mind. Welcome to Mind Matters with Dr. J.A. Jones. Dr. Jones is the head pastor of the Faith Community Church of God in Orange Park, Florida. Relationships, finances, our spiritual life, whatever it is, our problems start within, in our minds. Dr. Jones explores mental wellness through the application of God's word in our lives. It's just what the doctor ordered. Let's join him now and dig into Mind Matters because your mind matters to God. I'm so glad you're with me today. Today we want to talk about what's on your mind. It is Memorial Day weekend, though, so I wanted to say, first of all, happy Memorial Day. We know Memorial Day is an American holiday observed on the last Monday of May. So we are honoring men and women who died while serving in the United States military. I've served my country as well for 25 years in the United States Army. So I am very patriotic in heart. So again, I hope everybody have a safe and enjoyable Memorial Day weekend. Now let's get to the topic at hand. What's on your mind? I know we have a lot of things on our mind, but God knows what's on your mind. But do you know or even understand why certain things are on your mind? Psalms 139 says, God knows your thoughts before you think them. Isn't that amazing? How God knows every thought before it comes to your mind. Someone said, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. If we don't take control of our thinking, we'll find our life will go to waste. That means down a bad path. No one wants to stay down. Many people are trying to get up. Our society is kind of going in circles in different ways. Our minds have many various thoughts to do and it will not serve us if we don't take control of our mind we have wayward thoughts destructive thoughts ungodly thoughts and we have thoughts of what ifs that means what if it's going to happen and then we may have thoughts of what if it does not happen our relationships we think about that we think about the I can't oh we may think about I can oh we may think about I won't. We have a lot of thoughts, right? Thoughts will take you down a path of worry, fear, anxiety, depressing. Thoughts can just come up. I just wanted to name a few of thoughts that could be on your mind. Your mind is the activity of your brain, and your body is the instrument of your mind. There is a clear correlation between our brain, mind, and body. Our bodies manifest the thoughts we dwell on which are on autopilot. According to the National Science Foundation, published in an article, it says between an average of 12, we have between an average of 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day. Now that's a lot of thoughts. Of those thoughts, 80% are negative and 95% are of the same repetitive thoughts as the day before. 80% are negative. That's amazing, ain't it? And 95% are of the same as yesterday. So it's like a cycle, right? A cycle of the same thoughts. What are you thinking about? These thoughts can determine who we are, and then there is who we think we are. 
we may convince ourselves, listen, I'm not stuck. Are you stuck? You may tell yourself, I am uninspired. I'm helpless. I'm living on a path of least resistance. You may feel lonely because of how you're thinking. You may feel not sure of yourself, or you may tell yourself, nobody knows the trouble I see. <laughs> That's an old song. <laughs> nobody knows my sorrows. Or you may have a thought, nobody cares about me. I think that a lot of people that have that same thought. And for the most part, if you have a thought of not wanting to live any longer, you got a lot to live for. I want you to know you have a lot to live for. I'm glad you tune in to this station today. You may be so down and out and you feel like nobody cares and you have nothing to live for. You have a lot to live for. Know that today. The real deal is this. Our thoughts are very powerful because we are powerful beings. We have been created by God in his image and in his likeness. We are people that have been positioned by God for purpose, power, living by his grace, and his love for us. Our minds can change everything. Our thoughts can fuel the direction we are going or want to go. If our faith is in God, we have the fortitude and are destined to overcome the odds that are stacked against us. We can change those statistics. Let's do that. Let's increase the positive and worthy thoughts. What you focus on gets bigger and bigger. You will eventually believe it. You are stronger, you're smart, you're creative and interesting. And guess what? You are valuable. Whoever you want to be or not, I want you to know as you're listening to Mind Matters, it starts in your mind. Your thoughts lead to feelings. Your feelings lead to actions. Your actions lead to patterns. Pattern leads to habits. Habits shapes your character. And your character leads to your destiny. That means a purpose and a calling. A Proverbs tells us in chapter 23, it is a powerful statement of wisdom. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. I have seen the face of many that are mentally uh, disarranged, mentally ill, and a lot of people are broken and unable to connect with God the way they really want to. Whatever gets your mind gets you. So one of the most important things we need to learn is how to guard, strengthen, and renew our minds because the battle of brokenness to living in wholeness begins with a healthy relationship with God, his word, and when you have his word implanted and implemented in your heart, in turn, you will be strengthened and you will find yourself in a state of mental resilience. So quickly today, I'm glad you're with me. Again, your mind do matter to God. Whatever is on your mind, I want you to know it's going to be all right. If it's negative, I'm going to help you today to turn into a positive mindset. I'm going to go over a few principles. I think it's about four of them. The first is this. Don't believe everything you think. I hope you heard it. We naturally feel that if we think something, it must be true because it comes from within us. 
But just because you think something does not make it true. As I said earlier, I have seen so many people that are dealing with mental illness. That's not God's best. God wants you to be in a place of mental wellness. God wants you to think and he wants you to be well and not ill. There are so many different suggestions that come to our mind. The world will put suggestions in our mind that are false and we are bombarded with those false ideas constantly. Guess what? Of course, Satan will give you suggestions too. He's the father of lies. But your problem is much deeper than Satan. Everybody is dealing with something in their mental framework. Mental illness could be something that happens to us during childhood, like abuse, neglect, or household dysfunction. Do you remember your day, the days you were growing up? What happened to you is bigger than what's wrong with you. The Bible gives us a great number of different principles for the condition of our minds as relates to sin. Because somebody, as a child growing up, if you're dealing with trauma, adversity, somebody sinned against you. But now it's up to you and I to take responsibility for what we are now. The next thing is this. First thing I already said to you, if you're tuning in right now, there are principles that will help you to think better. The first one I just said was, don't believe everything you think. You know, <laughs> that is so true. People just go with a thought. For some reason, they just go with the wind. But I know that's not you today. And I'm so glad you're listening uh, to this Mind Matters. The second thing is this. People have a confused mind. So many people are perplexed, baffled, disoriented. One principle in the book of Corinthians tells us, for God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. Then another principle says in the book of Peter, be alert and of a sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a rowing line looking for someone to devour. If a meeting is the scene of a pandemonium of disorder, if you have a meeting at work or a meeting uh, in the community, and if there's a lot of pandemonium and there's a lot of confusion and disorder, guess where God is? He's not there because God is not in control. Now, God is everywhere, but God has not been allowed to control that experience. What about at a family dinner? I remember growing up um, in Pensacola, and, and we did eat at the table. You know, my mother fixed the food. My father was there, my brothers, my siblings, and we ate at the table. There were some times that we talked about one another at the table. And my mother told us, boy, shut up. Be quiet. You know, talk to your brother right. You know, after she was stuffing food in my mouth <laughs> that I didn't want to eat like vegetables. Uh, I love it today, but I didn't like it then. There's so many families that are at a space called verbal fighting and bullying one another. Guess what? God is not in control. There's a clear confusion in the room, and this confusion does not come from God because God is a God of peace. God wants us to tear down every confused thought and give it to him because the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. God is the author of peace. There's a powerful principle in Matthew that tells us, bless are the peacemakers for they shall be called the children of God. I have learned that principle and I have put that in my heart. 
I am a peacemaker and not a peace breaker. A confused mind is a mind that is not demonstrating peace and an atmosphere they are demonstrating confusion. They love to stir up drama. Now, if we think of ourselves the way we should think of ourselves, we'll realize that we got to watch what we see, what we hear, and who we are around. Because people that are confused may want you to be confused. You can see it on TV, shows, the news, social media. There's so many people that are disillusioned, argumentative, discontent, jealous, and that can be contagious if you don't think for yourself. We have the ability as believers to let God's peace rule in our minds and our hearts and not confusion. Confusion makes things worse, but God's word applied when you understand that you can live in peace, it will make things better because God's word is an unwavering guide. The second mindset, actually the third one is the anxious mind. I've already talked about the first thing we must do in order to understand how we're thinking. We can't believe everything we think. Then we got to understand there is a mind that is confused. And here's what I want to share with you, the anxious mind. Anxiety is a huge problem in our society today and it's not going anywhere. We must know how to deal with it or guess what? It will deal with us. Even people that are in relationships with God, they struggle with anxiety. They struggle with issues. David in the Bible was on the run from several people. Saul was jealous of David's gift because God has graced David to do great things. As a young person, a lot of times things start in our lives young and it continue to go on. We must know that we can combat an anxious mind and we can have a mind of tranquility because that's God's plan. And as we continue, I'm going to share with you other things about what the Bible has to say about an anxious mind. Dr. Jones is the pastor of Faith Community Church of God in Orange Park, reaching a hurting world with the love of Jesus. We thank you for listening to Mind Matters, and we encourage you to show support for the many community outreach ministries that Dr. Jones and Faith Community Church tend to. You can give at Faith Community's website, faithccop.org or just text money sign and the amount you want to give to 833-435-8022. That's 833-435-8022. We are blessed to be a blessing. Now let's get back to the program. I could go on and on about David. We're talking about the anxious mind. He was known as a man after God's heart. The scripture says in Psalms 139, David said, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there be anything offensive in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. One of the ways anxieties can be confronted is to be honest that what you're facing is a mental issue. What we don't confront, we'll never conquer. God has said that we are more than conquerors. I remember I heard a story about a boxer. He went 15 grueling, bloody rounds in the ring. 
and almost got knocked down several times before the final bell rung. But he won. He lifted his hand at the end, bloody, battered, bruised, but he withstood the storm in the ring. And guess what? He got his prize money, a million dollars, and he took that home to his wife, and he gave it to her. Now, she was more than a conqueror. She did not have to fight in it. Only thing she had to do is receive it. So I want you to understand it's important to receive the engrafted word of God because it will save your soul. God's word will not return void. He will help you to calm your anxious mind and get you into a place of tranquility and peace. I want to share with you some things that may help you to be less anxious. I love what Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. He said, cast all your cares on him, that means God, because he cares for you. One thing I've learned by living this life a long time and helping so many people to overcome trauma, mental illness, people to understand who they are and their purpose in life, God cares about what you care about. That's one thing I've learned. God cares about, listen to me good, God cares about what you care about. Sometimes you may think nobody knows or nobody cares, but God does. This might be a state of where you are and what you're thinking, but you got to know no matter what goes on, all things work together for good because God cares about what's on your mind. I remember in the principle and in Matthew, it says, Jesus said, come to me. All you that are heavy laden, and he said, I will give you rest those that are labor and those that are heavy laden. I like this because it helps us to understand we can come to God anytime to give him our anxious thoughts that are trying to take over our mind. The next one I want to share with you as it talks about thoughts or things that are bombarding your mind and what's on your mind. The last one I believe is a trouble or enraged mind. Second Kings chapter six, it was the king of Israel and someone sent him a word and a man was named Elijah. This what happened. Thus he warned him and when he was watchful there, not just once or twice, therefore the heart of the king of Syria was greatly troubled by this thing. And he called his servants and said to them, Will you not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? And one of his servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. So basically what's happening here is the Syrian king was bewildered and surprised because all of his secret plans repeatedly became known to the king of Israel. See, the Syrian king wanted to attack the king of Israel and his group. But every time he planned an attack, Elijah gave the heads up to king of Israel and what was taking place. And the Syrian king got upset. He suspected that one of his own men was a spy for Israel. And when he heard that the prophet Elijah was revealing his plans to the king of Israel, he determined to capture Elijah at all costs. He heard that the prophet was in Dothan, 
a city not far from Samaria. And he went and sent a band of attackers to surround the city by night. But guess what? They did not overcome Elisha and his servant because God was with them. Many times people that have a troubled mind, they don't know how to think right. They may be jealous. They got something going on. They're enraged. That's what this word talks about in 2 Kings. The king of Syria was enraged because every time he was planning evil, God showed a man of God what was going on, and the man of God sent word to the king of Israel in what was happening. When others, it could be a co-worker, a peer, a family member, it could be somebody in the past that has a troubled mind, and they are jealous of your current way of living. You don't have to be a, in, in a space of troubled internally. You can be a, in a space of peace internally. You may be seen to be moving forward in life, and others may want to stop you from trusting God. God wants you to trust him with every detail of life. Just trust God. You can't stop what somebody else is trying to do to you, but you can stop how you think about what they're trying to do to you. A lot of times, this same mindset, a troubled mind, can be contagious. Despite of someone else's troubled mind, God would send somebody like a man of God or a woman of God or a friend that's been praying for you. He will reveal what God wants you to do and help you not to go on down that path of danger, but stay on a path of peace, the path of tranquility. Great things would come to the one that allow God to guide them. It would happen for you and it would happen for your family. I have talked to you about several things. We have discussed an anxious mind. We have discussed a troubled mind. We have discussed other types of mind. We have to know that we must not believe everything we think. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So as we go forward, the power of the message today is that if you don't know what's on your mind, how are you going to know the, what direction to go, right? Because whatever's on your mind will eventually have you. And whatever has you has your mind. The mind is the battleground. God wants you to know you can take control of wayward thoughts. That means don't believe everything you think you have to know that if you're just tuning in i'm glad you're here and i don't know who i'm talking to today but i hope i'm here to help you to understand whatever is on your mind god cares god knows and god's plan is for your mind to be clear your mind to be understood and your mind to go in the right direction because your mind do matter to God God knows every thought think about it sir think about it ma'am think about it believer think about it wherever you are and I don't know why you listen to today but you have a reason to be here whatever's on your mind if it's not good 
it can go from bad to good. Know that because one thing I do know, <laughs> thoughts come and thoughts go. But I don't have to allow negative, confused, anxious, or troubled thoughts to stick in my mind. Just like someone said that a bird can fly over your head, but you don't have to allow a bird to make a nest on your head. Thoughts will come in your mind and thoughts will go out of your mind because the mind is the activity of the brain and the body is the instrument of the mind. If you're sweaty, if you're nervous, if you're anxious, if you're confused, if you're troubled, you don't have to stay in that state of thinking because God cares about what is on your mind. He created you. He created you in his image and his likeness. You are important to God. If you're about to lose it, don't lose it. Trouble is going to happen, but God can trouble your trouble because he's sovereign. He helped me and he has helped my mind. I used to have a worry mind, a mind that worried about every little thing. When I was young, when I got older, I realized where it came from. So I had to take control of how I thought. As a man thinks, as a woman thinks, in your heart, that's how you're going to live. Your mind will guide you, M-I-N-D. Your mind will move you in new directions. That direction may not be the direction you want to go, but I want you to know today, you don't have to follow and you don't have to listen to every thought. You can tell that thought that is not good, speak to the hand. Speak to the hand. Because God got you. God has your back. And I want you to know that today. You don't have to have a troubled mind. If you're around somebody that is troubled, pray for them, encourage them, because evil communications corrupt good morals. This particular king was trying to hurt and take over another group, but that wasn't God's plan. God knows what's going to happen before you know it. I love one principle. It says, God will go before you. I want you to know, are you listening? Listen to me well. I'm glad you're here. God will go before you and make the crooked places straight. It is Memorial Day weekend, and I know there's a lot of memories that is associated with Memorial Day. I've served my country in the United States Army 25 years faithfully. I was very dedicated. I've seen people come, and I've seen so many go. I've seen some passed away, and you may have somebody that is in your family that you cared about that is no longer here because of their service to the country or because of what they have accomplished or because of death. You feel like they died too soon. You may be a widow, a widower. You may feel like you've been rejected and, and nobody cares. But I want you to know that God cares about what you care about. So you don't have to believe everything you think. I want you to know that. You don't have to go there. As somebody said, don't go there, right? <laughs> Your mind will but you can choose what to think and what to dwell on. God has given us that ability because the principle tells us, I remember in the book of Philippians, Paul wrote that epistle 
to the church at Philippi, and he was actually in prison. And he said, I can do all things through Christ. That strengthens me. He gave that uh, uh, attitude, and he lived that way, no matter what's going on. So whatever is on your mind, God cares about it. Don't believe everything you think. I want you to know that. There is a confused mind. There's an anxious mind. There's a troubled mind. The way we address these types of mindsets is to renew our mind with the antidote for any mindset that's not serving you and taking you in the direction you want to go. Do what the Bible says. Be with me next week. I'm excited for you to be with me today. I'm looking forward to you being with me next week. We're going to continue the thought about mental wellness in terms of what type of mindset you are dealing with. And I am excited to give you some solutions to combat any negative attitude that is trying to bug you and irritate you. And we're going to be talking about part two of what's on your mind. And I look forward to you being with me next week. Again, happy Memorial Day weekend, and I'll see you next Sunday. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Mind Matters with Dr. J.A. Jones. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 5 p.m. right here on Praise 107.9 for more insightful discussion about how God's Word can get our minds right. You can also hear Dr. Jones preach in person Sundays at 11 a.m. at Faith Community Church of God at 1268 Gano Avenue in Orange Park, Florida, 32073.